Hello, my friends, and followers, subscribers. So this is Lori coming to you from Hawaii, and I just want to say thank you for all the supporters and followers and subscribers all across my social media and this podcast. This podcast, if you don't know, is all about personal growth, peace of mind, to awaken your mornings with confidence. And I'd like to bring about the topic today of money consciousness. What is it? How do I do it? How do I get more of it? And uh, recently on my social media, I was doing a live and I had a follower ask me, what do you do about financial seasons where it's kind of a hardship? There's, it's a season where nobody wants to be in, but we've all been in it. And we all have different types of financial challenges that can arise. So with this, I was able to talk about these three things that I'm going to point out to you that's really going to change the way you see and look and feel about money and the relationship that you have with it. And some things that in the end are going to be able to help you improve your financial wellness, your money consciousness. So I had talked to her about clearing the money consciousness and that comes with the starting from the mindset. And it really does because it is true. What we think about grows. What we choose to think about is in term direct to the results, direct to the actions that we take is going to yield the results. So how we think about it is going to determine how we spend our finances. And how we spend our finances is going to determine one of two things. We're either going to be growing our funds, growing our finances, growing in the living a comfortable life versus living in poverty, living in distress, living in seasons of money problems. So let's get into it. Number one, in order to clear your money consciousness, we need to know and account for all of our assets, all of our monies. And one simple fun challenge that I want to encourage you is take 30 days, grab a jar. And you might want to pick a big jar (laughs) or you're going to pick a couple of little jars. And you're simply, whenever you see money, you're going to pick it up, you're going to put it in your jar. But here's the thing especially for all you women out there, if you have handbags, purses that you keep, you know, your things in, you're going to want to look through those bags, look through those purses or those wallets and grab all of the loose change, all of the money that you can possibly find, including your sofa at home, your chairs at home, your car in between and under the seats and the glove compartment, everywhere that you could possibly find loose change and even dollar bills or or hundreds might be lying in your car somewhere. You're going to simply gather those, collect them up and put them in the jar for 30 days. At the end of 30 days, I want you to count it up and see how much you've accumulated. The reason why Number one is we need to know what we have cash on hand, as well as looking through your checking, your savings, 
all of your accounts, even your your investments, anything you have to do with money to account for it, write it down for 30 days. This is the first step is becoming aware of what you actually do have. Number two is plugging up those holes, plugging up those cracks in your financial house. If you picture this, if you have a pipe and it's running through your home and you've got holes, you've got cracks in your pipes, it's going to keep leaking. At some point, it will even drip, drop, and then at one point, there will be a flood in your home. This is an undesired result, right? Right. (laughs) So what you're going to do is picture this. You have finances that you've accumulated. You have a paycheck. You have your business or what have you. Something that is generating income. Something that is generating money. And it's coming to you. It's flowing through you. Every month you pay bills. Every month you have unexpected expenses. You have other things that are going out monetary-wise. Look through your accounts and see exactly what you need and what you really need. If you're going to ask yourself this question, is it a need basis or a want basis? And when you ask yourself this question, you're going to be more aware of, should I spend my money? Here's a fun little exercise for step number two. Place a $100 bill in your wallet. Go out window shopping for a whole day. Act as though you were going to spend that $100 and see how many how many times you would have spent that $100 throughout the day. This is a great fun exercise, a visualization exercise that if you were to go shopping and at the end of the day you've accumulated having spent this $100 over and over and over throughout the day, if you were to look back on the things that you would have bought with all the money that you've accumulated, even if it was in real life, would we have really needed those items or would it be just a want? Would it even be an impulse item that you've bought? I know I'm guilty of buying just impulse items. Call it retail therapy, things that we really don't need and things that we really don't even want. We just buy it because it feels good. Instant gratification so if we were to take a look at step number two of filling those holes and in, in, in our foundation, our financial foundation, why would we want to continue that only to leave us in a worse shape? Flooded with expenses, leaving us dry in the end. And it brings no long time comfort. It really doesn't offer much unless it's an investment of some sort, right? Number three. Number three is knowing your source. This is so important for those people that believe in a higher power, for those of you that believe in something grander. I believe in God. I believe in Christ. And I believe that he's my sole source of supply through the opportunities that I get to serve, whatever in whatever capacity that is. And taking this to heart, 
that for those people who have a nine to five job, for those people who work a side hustle, for those of us and and yourself that is an entrepreneur, we believe we serve in the highest capacity for the clients and the customers that we serve. However, we're never capped by the amount of money we think. So in other words, your nine to five job, you might be making $20 an hour, $25 an hour, and think that, well, if, if I would like more income, I would need to get a raise. Logically so. But for a moment, I want you to just reconsider that thought. That your money, your income, your full potential financially is not dictated by how much you get per hour. Never limit yourself that you would be financially comfortable or financially independent by the money that you make per hour. It is never really in written in stone that the amount of your financial independence is determined by the amount of money that you make per hour. Because it is this that when you are preparing yourself for something greater, you are being the financial steward that you need to be. You're becoming more financially aware and financially sound in your mind and the things that you do to spend your money, you will then be attracted to more financial independence, more financial comfort, more finances coming your way. And a lot of the times we try to figure out how that is. And all the while, growing negativity and also spending our money when we feel scarcity. We go into scarcity mode. It's the live today not for tomorrow mindset that makes us think that, well, my income is capped at this. I can only make this amount of money and therefore I'm going to spend it today. But for a moment, if we were to think of opportunities that came our way that we would learn how and really how our money would grow, taking care of what we do have, no matter what level you are starting out at. Even if I was a five-time millionaire, I'd still have to think in terms of clearing my money consciousness that whatever it is I need to do and whatever it is that I envision for the end, someone else's $5 million goal, it may not be my $5 million goal, Someone else may be just as comfortable making $100,000 a year. My point is we all have to start somewhere. And it's not a race. It's not a competition. So in those three things, you can go and rewind and replay it as often as you need to. But taking part to these activities, these fun exercises that you can do to clear your money consciousness. So, I want to ask you, if you're ready to clear your money consciousness, if you're ready for more accountability, personal growth, peace of mind, please subscribe and even share this. It will help my station to grow 
with more followers and subscribers like yourself. And it was my pleasure bringing you this episode of Clearing Your Money Consciousness. And please do let me know. You can follow me and also send me an email, successfulmornings at gmail.com. I'd love to hear a testimonial from you in the next 30 days of how you cleared your money consciousness and what your story is. And if your story reaches our site, I will let you know as we like to hear about stories. So great things are coming ahead. And it was my pleasure. And as I always say, make it a great day.